Welcome to the Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast with Jonathan Cutton, Private Wealth Advisor, 2019 Barron's Hall of Fame Advisor, awarded to advisors who have, for 10 years, been on one or more of Barron's top 100 financial advisor lists, 2022 Forbes Best and State Wealth Advisor, and CEO of Cutton Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. This podcast offers a broad range of financial planning concepts to help you and your loved ones live brilliantly now and into the future. Jonathan will provide you with concepts that bring you confidence, simplicity, and success on your journey to financial and retirement security. Join us as we explore ways to help you feel more assured, connected, and in control of your financial life. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty with John Cutton. Today, we're going to kind of continue this family conversation. So our last two episodes were, you know, talking about kind of running out of money in your old age and really what to do if you're going to outlive your money and having conversations with aging parents. Now we're going to start talking about when you get married, there's some stuff that has to be done and combining finances with your spouse is a big thing. We're going to break this into two episodes. The first one is really going to be um, kind of the nuts and bolts of it. And then the second episode in this, is going to talk about some of the issues people have surrounding money and who better to talk to than John Cutton about this, who's been doing it for a long time. All right, John. So today, combining finances with your spouse. The first question that I get asked all the time is, is this a good idea? Um, Well, Matt, you know what happens when you ask a yes or no question, you get a it depends yeah. answer. So good, 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 good. Um, in, 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 it really does ultimately depend on the, uh, you know, on the circumstances. What circumstances? I mean, is it, uh, it circumstances if one person is a wicked high earner and the other person might not be? Is it if they both come to the relationship with assets? What, what are some of those situations or conditions that we want to talk about? Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I I think a lot of it comes down to as a uh, a recently married couple decides to get married. And what's interesting is I think human nature is to when you hear that is to look at it and say, okay, it's a young couple who's twenty eight years old or thirty years old. You know, there are lots of second and third and fifth and sixth marriages these days uh, as well when people are getting married with a lot of I'll say life experience and the baggage that comes along with it. So, you know, some rules of thumb that I'll throw out there and just some, you know, some things that I've seen is when you think about a first marriage um, in a traditional sense where a, a couple might be getting you know married a little earlier in life, let's say in their 20s or 30s, uh, people seem to be getting married later and later these days as, a, as an aside. A lot of it then has to do with what they're actually coming into the marriage with, right? So are you coming in with debts of your own? Are you coming in with assets of your own? Are you coming in with a business that you might run? Are you coming in with family assets, right? In the, uh, you know, from a, a one family might be very financially successful and might be marrying into a family that's not quite as financially successful. So I think it really depends on the situation. And ultimately, it's about having that dialogue, right, which many married couples don't do prior to the night or two before actually getting married. Is it 
so so let's say they are going to merge it's a it's a newly married couple i'm going to break this into two sections so a newly married couple in your experience is it good for there to be some separation so that people have their own monetary identity yeah i i I think it's very dependent on the relationship so as an example my wife and i have one joint bank account Mm -hmm. Uh, we apply for credit cards on joint credit my my wife is a a stay-at-home mom the hardest job that there is right in in my opinion but at the same time it's important that my wife is able to build her own credit and to have her own kind of identity, right? Where she's able to make decisions without feeling like she needs to ask because she doesn't. Our money is our money, uh, as an example. So I do think some separation is smart, but it really is a very personal decision. And I don't know that there's a right or wrong way to ultimately do it. What I can say, Matt, is where I see, couples make mistakes and it's it's you know it's not funny actually it's actually sometimes very awkward but in a funny way because i find humor and awkwardness sometimes when when you do have the conversation about household finances when you know mr and mrs smith are in your office and they don't really talk about finances but they've decided to come in you know to go through the financial planning process and what you do find out is many times they're just not on the same page and there are lots of secret bank accounts and christmas club or hanukkah club accounts and things that sometimes because they have not communicated about it can create a level of issue sure from a financial planning perspective when you are creating financial plans for clients I'm assuming that it is a joint family couple financial plan. How how would that work if it needed to be two? I mean, uh, do you how? I mean, I don't even actually know the right question to ask. Yeah, because- I, I I get where you're going. I think the question you're asking is when you do planning, do you always plan for Mr. and Mrs. Smith together as one couple, or do you sometimes plan and say, will Mrs. Smith be able to? retire with independence and will mr smith separately be able to retire with independence so we've had clients who've asked that very question Mm -hmm. and we've done financial analysis that shows both that literally goes and says okay assuming the two of you as planned right have a happy marriage and live together for the next 50 or 60 years or 70 years until the day that one of you passes away or you both pass away based on the combined finances the combined lifestyle that you'd like to have what would ultimately occur right and we've had clients say as well well i've been through a divorce already and i love my wife or i love my husband or i love my significant other and i don't believe we're ever going to be apart, but if we are and somehow we separate, what would happen? How, how, how would I do and how can I plan on my own so that I never be, need to be dependent on my significant other? So yeah, we've, we've had clients ask that and in many circumstances through the planning process, that comes up and it's a question we'll ask of clients, you know, which is a hard question. And this is again, when you hire a financial advisor and you really go through financial planning 
through, in my opinion, the right way through a real process, be prepared for that advisor to ask difficult questions that you and your significant other may have never spoke about, avoided, or could be an area of conflict that you've had a conversation with before, didn't get resolution, and have decided to move past it, right, and not necessarily fully address it. Speaking of difficult conversations, life insurance, right? I mean, it, it, a newly married couple, and, and I think I've told this story before. I, I remember meeting my my first insurance person and walking in and saying, I, I need life insurance. And their response was, well, that's never happened to me. Uh, and I was like, well, I, I really believe in this. How is life insurance handled in these sort of joint things? What happens if somebody already has a policy? What happens? Help us with that, please. Yeah, so life insurance to your point matt no one likes to talk about it so one of the really nice things about cut and wealth management is we have dan peterson and all dan does is help our clients with insurance protection planning type discussions Mm -hmm. to make sure that we fully address and are aware of any particular issues as it relates to insurances in general But again, it's something particularly in a first marriage, you know, it's usually kind of simple, right? Where each spouse generally needs life insurance, particularly, you know, if they're planning to have a family and take on a mortgage and so on, et cetera. Um, But where it does get a little tricky is second marriages, right? Where sometimes there's an obligation with current policies. I mean, true story, I, I just had a client of ours who lost her husband at around age 70, got remarried, lost her second husband two years later. Second husband still had as the beneficiary designation on his policy, his first wife who he divorced, who predeceased the, my client's second husband. If that makes sense. It right? does. So, and that was a situation where there was a prenuptial agreement, right? Between the two in the second marriage as well, which the children then came in and contested because they didn't like the second wife, Ooh. right? After dad actually passed away. So we don't need to go into too many details there, but you know, just some, some things upon a second marriage or a first marriage, if there's life insurance involved, you would be shocked how many times people simply forget to change their beneficiaries. Sometimes a young man or a young woman took life insurance out when they were young, weren't married yet, had no dependents, made their mom or dad or brother or sister beneficiary, and didn't think to once they got married to change that beneficiary or in my as in my example they had their first wife um, in that scenario and didn't make it their current wife so again that all of this when you are again are doing real financial planning a part of our process is a beneficiary review every year why matt because things change yeah right sure nice Again, levels of complexity here. The reason why you want to sit down and really talk to a planner uh, that's going to walk you through a process 
And also continuously update that process. I love that you said, you know, every year we go through and we update beneficiaries because things do change. Lots of things change in your financial life and making sure that you're meeting with a financial planner regularly can make a world of difference. All right, John, uh, we'll get ready for the next episode. Uh, if those of you who are listening to this have somebody in your life that is about to get married, these two episodes would probably be a good thing to share. We'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thank you for listening to the Planning for the Certainty of Uncertainty podcast with Jonathan Cutton, Private Wealth Advisor, 2019 Barron's Hall of Fame Advisor, 2022 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisor. Cutton Wealth Management offers comprehensive financial advice and a broad range of solutions to help you and your loved ones live brilliantly now and in the future. Have questions? Contact us at Cutton Wealth Management at ampf.com or give us a call at 800-455-4595. Don't forget to click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. This podcast provides general information, is not intended to provide investment advice, and does not account for individual investor circumstances. Investment decisions should always be made based on an investor's specific circumstances. Neither past performance nor any forecast guarantees future results. Investment products are not insured by the FDIC, NCUA, or any federal agency, are not deposits or obligations of or guaranteed by any financial institution, and involve investment risks, including possible loss of principal and fluctuation in value. Ameriprise Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Consult your tax advisor or attorney. Ameriprise Financial has not reviewed and does not endorse any other podcast channel or material. Barron's Hall of Fame advisors have been ranked for 10 or more years on one of the following lists. Barron's Top 100 Financial Advisors, Barron's Top 100 Women Financial Advisors, or Barron's Top 100 Independent Financial Advisors. Barron's generates its ranking from a formulaic analysis of surveys answered by candidates regarding assets, revenue, and quality of practice including an advisor's regulatory and compliance record. Barron's is a registered trademark of Dow Jones LP, all rights reserved. This award is not indicative of the advisor's future performance. Neither Ameriprise Financial nor its advisors pay a fee to Barron's in exchange for the ranking. The Forbes Top Women, Best in State Women, and Best in State Wealth Advisor rankings are developed by Shook Research and are created using an algorithm that includes both qualitative, in-person, virtual, and telephone due diligence meetings, client impact, industry experience, review of best practices and compliance records, and firm nominations, and quantitative, assets under management, and revenue generated for their firm's data. Certain awards include a demographic component to qualify. Investment performance is not a criterion because client objectives and risk tolerances vary, and advisors rarely have audited performance reports. These rankings are based on the opinions of Shook Research LLC, are not indicative of future performance or representative of any one client's experience, and are based on data from the previous calendar year. Forbes Magazine and Shook Research do not receive compensation in exchange for placement on the ranking. For more information, www.shookresearch.com. Shook is a registered trademark of Shook Research, LLC. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, 
Member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial Advisors are individually registered to do business only in certain states. Please refer to an advisor's personal website for additional details. Ameriprise Financial Planning Services are optional, offered separately, and priced according to the complexity of your case and your financial advisor's practice fee schedule. Your fees and financial advisor may be subject to change. Financial planning is generally appropriate if you have financial goals, sufficient assets, and income to address your financial goals, and are willing to pay an investment advisory fee for recommendations to help you achieve those goals. Please review the Ameriprise Financial Planning Client Disclosure Brochure, or, for a consolidated advisory relationship, the Ameriprise Managed Accounts and Financial Planning Service Disclosure Brochure, for a full description of services offered, including fees and expenses. Before you purchase life insurance, be sure to consider the policy's features, benefits, risks, and fees, and whether it is appropriate for you based upon your financial situation and objectives. Variable life insurance is a complex investment vehicle that is subject to market risk, including the potential loss of principal invested. All guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. John Cutton's California Insurance Number 0G22360. Arkansas License Number 2088389.